bringing some meaning into the uh, into the Yom Tif overall. Previously, we did insights into the Agada and um, preparing for the Pesach Seder. I just want to give a general overview of some some things to focus on as we approach and as we go through the uh, incredible incredible Yom Tif of Pesach. So I want to begin with a Gemara Menachas, Chavtes Amad Beis. Fascinating Gemara, 29b of Menachas. The Gemara says as follows. Kedadarash Rabbi Yehuda bar Rabbi Eloi. Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Eloi made a drasha. He expounded. He says, Elu Shnei Alamash Barakadash Baruchu Echad Beiv Echad Beyut. There's two worlds that the good Lord made. One, one world is made, one word, world is made with a hay. And one world is made with a yud. One with a hey, one with a yud. Okay? And I'm not sure. I know one was in a yud or a hey. I don't know which world had a yud or a hey. Which one was it? Maybe this, maybe Olam Mahaba had a yud and this world had a hey. Or maybe Olam Mahaba had a hey and our world had a yud. I wasn't sure. But I just know that Hashem's name is here. There's a yud and there's a hey. Kishuaimer, Ela told us Hashemayim bars behi barom, but once it says, these are the told us, this is what came out, the offspring of heaven and earth when they were created. Altikri behi barom, don't only read it behi barom when they were created, don't only read it in that way. Ela behei barom, what it means that Hashem created them with a hey. Okay? Now I know. That this world that we're in, this physical world that, we, that we're in, Hashem used the letter Hey primarily, specifically to build, to create this world. And the next world is with a Yud. Okay? Fine. You have a letter Hey. So what are you going to say? So, so what? So what? What's enough community? So what does it make? <laughs> Very nice. Zok the Gemara, listen to this, is beauty. Why should this world be created with a letter hey? Listen closely, Chavar. A hey is an achsadra. So you have a pole with an overhang. And then a little leg. So you have a pole with an overhang. What happens over there? It's letting me know you want to leave. You want to leave in this world? I don't know what you're leaving yet. But you want to leave? You could leave. It's a free world. You have options. But then there's a little hay with the leg that's suspended. So you have the pole and the overhang. And then the letter hay gives you that little, uh, that little leg that's not connected. So why is there a leg that's detached? You can leave but it's letting me know you can come back in too. Silver has two openings. One opening, there's the bottom of the hay, you could go out, referring to, you can leave a, you can leave a lifestyle of godliness, a hay, the yod and the hay is Hashem's name, you can leave a lifestyle of godliness, no lightning bolt is going to come down and zap you, nothing's going to happen. Why is there another opening? To let me know you can come back in. Says the Gemara, why well, need two openings to come back in? You can't have one door that's an entrance and an exit. Yeah? Go back in the same exit that you left. You need a new entrance? 
Simple question. Listen to this. Lemistaya milsa. It's not shy. Lemistaya milsa means that doesn't happen. When a person leaves, and we all leave in various ways and at various points, you never come back the same. Usually in a positive way. Usually in a positive way. When you come back in, you're coming in with the help of the Rabbi Shalom, you're a different person when you come back than you were when you left. In a positive way. Rabbi Shimon Russell was here in town recently, uh, speaking to, uh, he spoke to a, a few different organizations. I heard him speak a few years ago, and he was to Mechanchem, that's when I was, I was still teaching in Torah prep, and he said that when he was, uh, when he was teaching in class, he would tell his Talmudim that Torah is optional. And some of the parents were like, what do you mean it's optional? He says, yeah, optional just means you have options, that's it. Right? It's optional. No, nothing's going to happen to you. Nothing's going to happen. It, it is. It's optional. Right? Now we can tell you, make, make the right choice, make a smart choice, but you're not forced to do anything. Kaddish Baruch who's not here uh, not here twisting our arm and, and forcing anything. So this world, this world is created with a letter hey. Why? Because by definition, we're going to be put into situations where we're going to leave and then come back in with a way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem is being misayaya us, is helping us. Fine. Why are we starting this out with a Gemara about the letter Hey? See, here we go. There's something fascinating about Chametz on Pesach. Something fascinating about it. How many weeks in a year? 52. 52 weeks minus 8 days for us in Gullus. His food is completely kosher. There's no problem whatsoever. Eat to your heart's content. Enjoy. Totally mutter. Eight, totally allowed, should eat, make a bracha, enjoy, the Rabbi wants you to have it. It's kosher, good haksher, eat it. There's eight days where the same food is from the worst sins in the Torah, like a chayv kares. Chayv kares if you eat this on purpose. And what's the difference between chametz and matzah? What's the difference? If you look at the actual letters, they both have a ches, they both have a mem. The difference is, matzah has a hay, and chametz has a ches, it's closed off. The ches is closed off. When you look at the letter ches, you don't have that leg helping you come back in. The whole year, there's chametz, and chametz is just the way we function. There's gonna be times where we leave, out that bottom door, Coming back in, you could make yourself, you could make your way back in, but it's going to be through the same exit, the same way you went out. You're coming back in. It's like shit. I fought against Avera, I did, and uh, uh, I lost, and I won, and I lost, and I won. Like this, this little back and forth that I'm dancing with the Eitzahar. That's chametz. That's a chametz dika lifestyle. That's a ches approach. There's eight days a year where there's a hey now. Now it's matzah. There's two openings. These eight days, I have this help of the Gemara Menachis, where I'm living in a different dimension. I'm living in a dimension where I have the ability 
and I have a responsibility to build a new element of my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Chametz limits me to what I have. Matzah is a way that I'm allowed to get back to me. Matzah is a way for me to really take, a, take stock of what I am, remembering what I am, and having the siyata deshmaya, having the divine help in rebuilding my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a much healthier way. And if there's an avayda that we could take with us, and last year's we focused on the Rabbanu Shalom fears developed, amuda, bitachin, certainly it's all an element of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. There's a deeper element than just knowing everything is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not to say just knowing. <laughs> there's a deeper element of knowing, and that is knowing where I stand vis-a-vis my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And to be in a healthy relationship, I have to know who I am and what I'm about. And when I'm on Pesach, I have an opportunity to build new relationships. New relationship with my family, new relationships with myself, new relationships with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that comes out through the letter Hey, there's, there's been a change, there's been a shift. We have our plate. I have a new entrance now to come back into, into, all of, into all of my relationships. Pesach is an opportunity to build our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's an opportunity to build a relationship with the people sitting with me at the Seder table. It's an opportunity to build a relationship with people sitting with me on a Yom Tov afternoon. It's a new opportunity. It's a, it's, it allows us to shift our relationships and to exit one way and have an entrance back in in a new, unique, and improved way. There's a, a Misa that I shared a, uh, a couple of times. Not in, I don't believe I shared it in this specific setting. And I actually heard this from the son-in-law of the Amshin of a Rebbe. Okay, the Amshin of a Rebbe, uh, Shlita, the current Amshin of a Rebbe. So Amshin of is known to be Lamala min Azman. They're, they're making Abdullah on Monday, right? They're, they're davening, whenever they're, it's, it's a different, it's a, it's a different realm that the Amshin of a Hasidim uh, uh, exist in. Very, very unique. So the Amshin of a Rebbe is a Bukhar. He's a firstborn. And he doesn't rely on the Siyum on Erev Pesach. He fasts on Erev Pesach. He doesn't eat, he doesn't eat, he doesn't drink. So he comes to the Pesach Seder famished. He's baking matzahs, he's preparing not only physically for the Yom Tif, but spiritually in preparing himself and mamish, uh, completely getting ready, uh, getting ready for the Yom Tif. And um, he's a, he's a Bechar, so he's, he's fast. So it was one year, it was one year where he uh, ended up davening Marv uh, Seder night about midnight. They started Marav at like 12 o'clock. He came home close to Chatzais to start the Seder. Right? See, he's coming home like 1 a.m. I'm Shinova Rabbi, he's coming at 1 a.m. to start the Seder. And his family, he had children, teenagers, and that's where this uh, Misa picks up, and they had guests, and they're all waiting for him for hours and hours. He comes home, finally the Rebbe walks into the house, and 
Everybody gathers around for Kiddush. He pours himself a cup of wine. And he's standing there, and they're waiting for him to start Kiddush, and he's shuckling five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Finally, he starts Kiddush. He makes Kiddush. After he finishes Kiddush, so they have Urchatz, uh, Karpas. Uh, At some point, he stood up from the table. At some point, he stood up, and he went, he went to a different room, maybe to hide Dafi Kaiman, whatever it was. And his teenage daughter, and that's where I heard this Misa from, his son-in-law who's married to this daughter. His teenage daughter chases him out of the room and she says, Ta, what, 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 what's going on? Okay? 1 a.m. to start the Seder, Beseder. I, fine, I'm used to this. We're Amshinov. I get it. Once you, 15 minutes you're shuckling at Kiddush. Like, what, t- tell me what you're thinking. Like, what's going on here? Well, what's happening? She like puts him against the wall, like you know, like she, you know, he's he's the father here, so like you know, she's the daughter. She could ask him point blank, "What's up?" So he tells his daughter like this. He says, "You know I'm a bachar, and you know I don't eat or drink on erev Pesach." He says, "This year, he says I I walked into the house one a.m. He says I was so famished. He says I I apologize. I was so famished." It took me 15 minutes to change my cup of wine into a cup of Kiddush. That was his answer. He says, I, I so badly wanted to drink the, the wine, but then it's not Kiddush. I, I didn't change it. I didn't change it. I needed to make Kiddush on a cup of Kiddush. It had to be Kiddush. He says, that, that, that's what I was doing. That's what I was chuckling about. What's... And his daughter's still remembers, his daughter's married now. So, you know, she remembers this mice of her father. What's she remembering? That the Amshinova Rebbe took a situation that he, he had as a, as a neshama inside of a body of, that, that's flesh and blood. And he took it in a way to build a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what it was. He, he took a cup of wine and he turned it into a cup of Kiddush. That's what it was about. He, he, that's living with the hay. That's living with a matzah. You've exited. Your body's telling you, you're sep- you, you, this is a physical entity. This is a physical cup. And you find a way to, to make a new entrance, to, to come back in. And that's the avayda of, that's the avayda of matzah. And that's the avayda of, of Pesach. And these things, these ideas, like we mentioned uh, in, in, on Shabbos HaGodah, like we mentioned yesterday, that Seder, uh, the Seder and Pardes are the same letters except for the Pei. Right? Pardes is, is Remez, Drush, Sod, hinting and darshaning and the secrets, but there's no Pshat. Usually there's a Pshat. At this, uh, at Pesach, there's not necessarily a Pshat. It's about the relationship. It's about the connection. And uh, Pesach is going to offer us a new opportunity to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a very basic way. We're speaking in, in, in Heilige things with Am Shav Rabbi Yishno, in, a, in a very basic way. We're going to find, I guarantee, in my home and in many of our homes, countless opportunities to, be set, to, to exit. When we find countless opportunities to exit throughout Pesach, it's going to be the Yitzhahara of anger. It's going to be the Yitzhahara of agitation. It's going to be the Yitzhahara of 
maybe I'm not doing the the, the mitzvah properly, and I should have prepared. It's a hard What's what the other is going to do do to us also is going to say, oh, Tendler, you should have prepared more in your ruchnius than you do your gashmius. You didn't even show up to yomtik prepared, right? And I'm going to be sitting at the pesach sitting and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I spent so much time focusing on the cleaning, or so much time focusing on. Uh, the uh, vacuuming out the car, everything else. I didn't even I push. I, I didn't take care of my ruchnius. That's also yitzhara. Not to, not that we shouldn't take it. Yitzhara is trying to get us to not just take advantage of the moment that Amam is in. So we have to learn to not listen to that and to say whatever matzah, whatever situation I have, even if I feel like I've exited, I've now have the Messiah. I say I have the help of the Rebbeinu. So now I'm going to take this. And I'm going to I'm going to find a new way and a new entrance back in. To build, uh, to build myself up with, uh, with HaKadosh Baruch Okay. So we have the relationship between us and the Ebishter, us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that needs to be uh, worked upon to find uh, a new exit back in. In order to have a complete relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I also need to have the... the um, Frame of reference to know what that is. Say, so how do I how do I build this relationship? So, the well known Gemara Psachim tells us and this is such a hard. I, I personally find this to be a, a difficult thing because it's a, it's very broad. The Gemara says that really in every generation a person is obligated to view themselves as if they left Mitzrayim, and this is this is a very Difficult thing to comprehend because if you take it at face value, which you're supposed to take things not only in a deeper way but also at face value, what's our frame of reference of Yotzami Mitzrayim? We don't really have that frame of, of reference. Like, we never left Mitzrayim. We, as a people, we we could think of our own personal Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Right? Many of us have been through situations in life that we had avdus, we had servitude, whether it's servitude to uh, a, a mida, to a, a, a trait that we have servitude to, maybe it's a servitude to another person. Uh, it could be a, a difficult relationship and we had a geula from that. But it, it's, it's, very, it's very hard to have a uh, reference of having a geula along with Klal Yisrael. Like I'm supposed to view myself every day and in every generation as if I'm leaving Mitzrayim with Klal Yisrael, not just alone. Right? I'm leaving. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. Klai, I'm, I'm leaving Mitzrayim along with uh, along with everybody else. And it's really a a fascinating. It's really a a, a fascinating mindset. Like where we're supposed to be in that. We're supposed to be in that, and it it takes imagination. It really does. It takes imagination, and the imagination is going to lead us to a place of being together with Klal Yisrael. And this is the other part where I want to shift the relationship and the, what, what the opportunity that Pesach offers me is a new and improved relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It also offers me a new and improved relationship with other Yidin, which obviously starts with our families. It starts with people in our own homes. And it expands to all of to the rest of Klal Yisrael as well. Not only does Pesach going to offer me 
an opportunity to build a new relationship with uh, an enhanced, not new, an enhanced relationship with Hashem Baruch Hu. Pesach also offers me an opening to view myself amongst the Yidden, amongst Klal Yisrael, as if we're all doing something together, having a geula. Which means that when we're sitting at a Pesach Seder, hopefully, if we have, I mean, some people are going to be having the Seder alone, if that's, if that's uh, whatever the, the setup is for them. But even if I'm having a Seder with one other person, or I'm having the Seder with multiple other people, and, or I'm having yomtif. Let's say they're only, you know, I have people they're not at the seder me, but I'm having uh, yomtif with them. It's it's also yomtif. It's yes, Mitzrayim is really throughout the throughout the yomtif of Pesach to view them as if they left Mitzrayim with me. Imagine that feeling. Put ourselves into those shoes of the camaraderie and the the joint experience that not only I have as I leave Mitzrayim, but Knowing that somebody else is having that same experience with me. I'm experiencing it's yes, Mitzrayim, and these other Yidin are experiencing it's yes, Mitzrayim. All of Klai Yisrael experienced it together. And when we look around at our Seder table, and we look around at our Yomtev table, or, we, or, or it's not at the meal, somebody visits us on a Yomtev, and we view them with fresh eyes, with fresh eyes, like, I just, I'm experiencing it's yes, Mitzrayim with you. I'm experiencing a geula, a redemption, a way where not only we're, we've been removed from servitude, but up till a point of vehevesi, Hashem says, I've taken you as a people. It also obligates us to experience the yomtif in a, in a fresh way. Experience the yomtif amongst my family with fresh eyes, where I'm now looking at you and saying, wow, you are somebody who's experiencing a ge'ula. I have a joint experience with you. I have a new appreciation for what your ge'ula is. Your ge'ula and the way that you handle the ge'ula, that, that trauma of ge'ula. Trauma is not always a, a, a terrible thing. Trauma is a shocking event. Very often, unfortunately, it's, it comes out in a negative way. It's, but to experience a full gula, that's a traumatic time. We shared uh, a few days ago, unfortunately, was uh, in Mark Abrams' Shiva home, and this is an idea that we shared uh, uh, in previous years. Kriyas Yamsuf, we were, we were divided. HaKadosh Baruch Hu divided the Shvatim at the Yamsuf. He did not divide us. We were not divided in the Midbar. The rest of the 40 years, we traveled under our own flags and our own encampments, but there weren't walls placed between the Shvatim. During Kriyas Yamsuf, there were walls. Like we had to travel alone. Each Shevet with their own Kachis, their own unique place, needed to travel alone. They needed to experience the Yitzias Mitzrayim, which is the Geula, in there with their Kachis with their shevet and without needing to look over their shoulder and wondering how other people are experiencing it. Very often, when we view somebody else experiencing something else with us, it limits our ability to experience. Because we see the way they're handling it and we automatically are going to assume that we should be handling it that way too. We see them crying, so now I start crying. We see them laughing, so now I start laughing. Community is a beautiful thing, but what it also is causing is that I'm not being true to how I, in my truest sense, would have experienced this emotion. 
So the Rabbanu Shalom by Yetzias Mitzrayim, which was the pinnacle of separating us from the Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim are now going to be killed out. Anybody who chased us is now going to be separated. We're completely away from Paray after these seven days. Each Shevet is, is going to experience it in their unique way because it's a traumatic event. It's a unique event. It, it's a unique event for Klal Yisrael. And therefore, I, in my Shevet, am going to experience it in my way. You, with your Shevet, are going to experience it in your way. And then after Kriyas Yamsov, we're all going to gain an appreciation for Lemaisa in our fascinating and truest ways we experience it. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is still taking us all together. When we look around our Seder tables, and when we look around our, our Yamim Taivim, we, we should appreciate the... Geula that's taking place for every year that, that, that we're encountering over Yamtif. Because that's what's happening. There's a renewed appreciation for my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and there's a renewed appreciation for my relationship with every other year in existence because we're all experiencing this, uh, we're all experiencing this, idea, uh, this idea together. And interestingly, when we start our Pesach Seder, how do we start out? Halach Ma'anya... Uh, this is the bread the, that, uh, that our forefathers had in Mitzrayim. Like, this is the bread our forefathers had in Mitzrayim. Anybody should come join us. The famous question is now, you should be saying this in shul. We're all gonna, many of us are going to be asking this question at our Seder tables. And there's hundreds and hundreds of answers. Right? Uh, a lot of kids who show up with their uh, hundreds of Devrei Torah, are going to be are going to be asking uh, are going to be asking this question. But that the main idea to know is, you're right. It's surprising that we're asking it in once we're already in our own homes. But why are we mentioning that at the beginning of the seder? Let's just focus on that for a minute. Why are we mentioning this as we start the seder? Because the biggest expression of cheres is my ability to invite somebody. To experience it with me. And Evet has no right to invite anybody else to experience something with you. Freedom is, I'm offering you to join me. I'm offering this to happen. I'm, I, I, have, I have the rights, so to speak, for somebody to join me within, uh, within my cheris. If I could do for somebody else, that's the greatest expression, uh, that, that's the greatest expression of freedom that, uh, that we can offer. So I have... My expression of freedom to build relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I have the ability to build relationship with my family, with other Yidin. Always in a new way, through matzah, not through chametz. During the year, we, it, it's an entrance exit. The only way out of that ches, like we said in the beginning, you exit and you come back in. It's very hard to find new, fresh ways to connect with somebody. What's going to be unique on Pesach, and I want to I hyper-focus on this is chaparain the opportunity, want to bring meaning to Pesach? Chaparain, take advantage of the, of the opportunity that the Torah is letting me know, I now have matzah, I'm not chametz, I'm a hey, I'm not a ches. There's going to be new opportunities to connect in my, all my relationships. There's new entrances are going to open up for my children, for my siblings, for my spouse, for my parents, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's new entrances now that are opening up that are beyond our pshat. It's beyond pshat. It's just remez, drush, and sod. We don't, we don't fully grasp how HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to put Just try it. 
put it there. Find new ways to connect Hashem Baruch Hu. Find new ways to connect our children to our to our uh, our physical relationships that are that are available. And this applies as long as there's a mitzvah of matzah, right? As long as, as, long as there's matzah, no chametz. So in Israel, they have seven days of this opportunity, and in Chutzlars, we have an eighth day. We have an extra day, but there's there's going to be a new uh, a, a new uh, opportunity to uh, to connect on uh, to connect in so many ways and on on so many levels. Just want to end with one more uh, one more idea that uh, connects to this uh, a little bit, but it's a a question that I've been thinking about for a few years. It's a little slightly connected, but it's a little bit different, but I, I wanted to share it because I came across it a few days ago and um, I never really had clarity as to the sages tell us we had to get out of Mitzrayim quick because we were on the 49th level of Tumah. Now what is the 49th level of Tumah impurity? So impurity is really the and it's it's the problem with kedusha. Okay, tuma kicks in when there's a problem with kedusha. So the body housed the neshama. Now there's a problem because the neshama left, the soul left. So now that there's a problem, tuma kicks in, impurity kicks in. Right. So we're on the 49th level of tuma, which means. We, were, we didn't have Tara. We, we were like separated from our lives from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Bechi Pazayin, get out quick. That's how we've all been taught. Yeah? So there's always something that irked my mind a little bit, which is, this is the night of the 10th plague. This is the night of Makas Bechiris. To tell me we were on the 49th level of impurity before the plague started... And we didn't always see the Yad Hashem. Okay. We were like on a worse level of Tumah now at the end of the 10 plagues than we were before. Like, this always like irked me a little bit. Like, we had to get out now. But when you start going through like the, and I, I mean, it, it didn't like drive me crazy. I was like, okay, obviously I'm just missing something. So obviously something there I'm just not connecting with. But the the the, the had been going on for months and months, and during the makos, midrashim tell us we weren't even we weren't working, we weren't even in servitude. We were, we no longer had avodas parach. We no longer had the hard labor. So why now, like the night of makos becheres, is it like out? They're not having like they're not connecting with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That that's Paro's problem. That we're not we're not Paro. I mean, we have Paro in us, like we've been learning, you know, in previous year. But but tell us, Kali Yisrael's over there. So I saw a quote from Reb Tzadik Hakayin. Beautiful. Reb Tzadik is bothered by this. It's good to hear when 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 a tzaddik has a similar shaila. At least you know it's not a. Uh, at least you know it's not a klutz shaila. Yeah, at least you know it's not a klutz shaila when a, a when a, a tzaddik like uh, hyper focuses uh, hyper focuses on this. So he says like this. He says that prior to the makas, prior to all the plagues, so we had 
we were in a state of avdus. We were it was life was bitter. Life was mar. So, when life is bitter, we didn't want to have any sort of relationship with the mitzvah. The relationship was one of total separation and total abuse. It was abuse. That's that's all it was. Interestingly, the Yidin that didn't have the abuse tried to leave prior. There's Midrashim that are not spoken about often, but a few years before Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, there were 200,000 Yidin that were murdered by the Plishtim. When they left Mitzrayim, they, which... It's a conversation of itself. I don't get into it too now. You know, they say nobody was ever able to leave Mitzrayim. How were they able to leave Mitzrayim? So anyway, they were from Ephraim and Menashe, and they were never enslaved because they were B'nai Yosef. But Yosef's children themselves, never, they were considered royalty in, in Egypt, even in later generations. But be it as it may, for the rest of Klal Yisrael, we were, we were killed and we were completely broken. Lemaisa, we were there, but it was all, it was all uh, persecution. Now, what happened towards the end of the plague, says of Tzaddik, is as follows. Remember, we asked, the night of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, we asked for the values. And the Pasuk tells us that, V'Hashem nosan chen ha'am be'enei Mitzrayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu found the chen ha'am in the eyes of Mitzrayim. Which means, the Mitzrayim started to find grace with us. We were no longer working. And for the first time, we were treated by the Mitzrim as equals. And that made us feel so good. These abusers of ours now started to view us with chen. Says of Tzodeg HaKoyen, because Baruch placed the chain in the eyes of Mitzim, and all of a sudden we were like, Woo! we could tell that they viewed us in an elevated fashion. So we started to view ourselves in elevated fashion. So what happened? We're like, oh, Mitzrayim for hundreds of years, over 200 years, 80 plus years of backbreaking labor, we were despised, and all of a sudden now today, we're finally starting to make it in life. We finally belong in Mitzrayim. And that's where the problem started. That was the 49th level of Tumah. Prior, it wasn't about, it wasn't as much seeing the Yad Hashem as much as we saw us. As much as we saw ourselves. That's the tifkite. That's the, that's the beauty that something HaKoyim is bringing out over here. And the, the way this connects beautifully to everything, and this is how I want to complete the picture of, of this message, of bringing meaning to Pesach. We could talk about taking advantage of Pesach through Matzah, the hay. There's going to be new entrances over Yom Tif to build my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's going to be new advantages over Yom Tif without Pshat to build new relationships with people. It's, there's going to be new entrances. Open up. Until now, Chametz were closed. Exit entrance. Now there's a hay. There's a new entrance coming in. Gemara Menachas that we started out with. There's something else that's happening here too. And that is, in order for that to work, we have to know that we're healthy enough to be in a relationship. And that's also an opportunity that the Geula gives us. See, prior, prior to this Geula, to Yetzirah Mitzrayim, prior to the Makkis and everything that was there, 
we never viewed ourselves as relationship worthy. We were just abused. That's what it was. We weren't relationship worthy. And now finally, we, we were an equal, we were epis or something to the Mitzrim. It got dangerous because there's two ways to go when you believe in yourself. One way to go is to stunt yourself by being like a Mitzri, which is narrow-minded. That's a Mitzri, narrow-minded. Another way to go when I believe in myself is to connect to myself close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is what Hashem did by Yitzhak Mitzrayim. He took, he took that Midah, where something I'm kind of saying, I want to articulate this a little better. He took this Midah of finally being Epis, a person. I'm an elevated person. And the Geula forced that to say, now that you know that, now you're going to be brought into the nation of HaKadosh. Now you're going to be in a, in a healthy relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because the Midah that's needed to be in a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that same thing can take you to the 50th level of Tumah. If it's not used appropriately. So if we could take Pesach, if we could take Pesach, and take the mitzvah, the eight days, that we have a mitzvah to eat matzah without chametz, we get rid of the ches, we're going to live for eight days with a hay. That eight days with a hay means as follows. We're nasachin. We find grace. We find grace. There's going to be a chen placed on Klal Yisrael over Pesach. The same way it was by Yitzhak Zion. Remember, every, every generation, where we view ourselves like we left Mitzrayim. What happened with we left Mitzrayim? There was a chen. Not only were we redeemed, there was a chen. There was a grace that was there. We were elevated. We're going to be elevated this Pesach. We're going to be elevated to a place of worth. And when you're in a place of worth, that gives new opportunities for relationship. It gives new opportunities for connection. The matzah as opposed to the chametz is going to let us know, connect, find new avenues to connect to Gaz Baruch Hu, find new avenues to connect to our mishpachas, and just to end off by saying that, uh, you know, to become one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the, the, the oneness of Hashem that, that we truly are, we're certainly going to have this gula, Bez Hashem, not only the gula sida, the, the eternal gula, but our, our own personal gulas as we, we experience Pesach, if chas v'sholem, Mashiach's not here uh, before Pesach, and we do experience this Pesach uh, in Golos. But if we're here, this is uh, this is uh, in, in Avaida. This is an opportunity that we should uh, all of us should take with us, and that is we're ele- we're, we're we're elevated. There's going to be a chain. There's going to be a grace. When there's a grace, there's new opportunities for relationship. And make sure that we have a matzah yamtif as opposed to a chametz tiki yamtif, a yamtif where we find new avenues. We look around our yamtif tables. We look around our our homes and our friends and our shuls, and we view people in an, in new ways, in elevated ways. And bez Hashem with siyata deshmaya, we'll find new ways to build healthier and more profound, uh, more profound relationships. That's uh, that's the bracha.